All right, welcome to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I am your host, Michael Maxi. I took a little hiatus. Uh, let the national championship sink in. Congratulations to Baylor uh, on a hard-fought victory and um, over the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Um, so I am going to be doing my post-tournament mock draft. I'm only doing the first round. I was going to do just lottery. I can never, ever stop once I start doing the lottery. So without further ado, this will be my first of probably a few. I'm calling this my post-tournament mock draft. Um, I didn't do one at the All-Star break with the NBA schedule a little messed up. I usually like to do one about the All-Star break as well. That That is usually my first one. But my first one will be the post-tournament edition of my mock draft. And uh, as far as records, I went a couple days ago. So Monday, whatever the records were Monday. I know Minnesota and Houston keep flip-flopping back and forth for the number one pick. Um, I currently have the Houston Rockets with the number one pick. Uh, I think right now uh, Minnesota does. But uh, for my mock draft, uh, I'm going to keep uh, the Houston Rockets having the number one pick. Obviously, there's a lottery, and that'll decide the top four picks. So without further ado, it's no surprise who number one will be. Number one will be Cade Cunningham, the do-everything guard, point guard, wing. He he, he, basically, he reminds me of a Tracy McGrady clone. Probably could play multiple positions. um, uh, One, two, three. I think he'd be a perfect complement to John Wall because John Wall is obviously his contract's going to keep him there. Uh, I think he can play with John Wall. I think he can play as a lead guard. I uh, think there's lots of different um, elements to his game. I uh, would like to see him improve defensively. I think he's got the ability to be a just a lockdown, just a monster uh, player. I really think he's got all the tools, uh, ball handling, and even if he doesn't ultimately uh, play at the point guard position, I think he's going to be a guy who's going to have the ball in his hands, uh, distributing, uh, being a playmaker, uh, whether it's Houston or Minnesota, because in Minnesota I could see him up against, uh, up with um, uh, playing with D'Angelo Russell as well. So because Russell can play off the ball as well, I, I don't think he's a natural point guard as well. So there's uh, both Minnesota and Houston. I think he'd be a great fit for. I gotta hit the Houston Rockets taking K to Cunningham, number one. So um, number two, tournament darling Jalen Suggs. I have Jalen Suggs going. Number two to Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I, however, I think if Houston has the number two pick, I think they might look for Evan Mobley. I think they would probably go big guy there uh, to play with Christian Wood. However, um, I have Minnesota taking Jalen Suggs. I'm not sure Evan Mobley would be a good fit with um, uh, a good fit with um, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. So I got Minnesota taking Jalen Suggs. Not sure. Uh, I mean, he's more true point guard than D'Angelo Russell. I've always, I've been wanting D'Angelo Russell to play off the ball, pretty much since since he went to the Lakers. I uh, don't think uh, yeah. people get enamored with players, you know, um, ability to shoot, and then they all make him a point. They make him a point forward or a point guard. It's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So, I have Jalen Suggs going number two to Minnesota, where I would love to see him play. They could have a really dynamic. Um, uh, three-guard lineup with Suggs, Russell, and Anthony Edwards. Uh, actually, in Malik, Bl- 
Luke Beasley coming off the bench. They they could really do some damage, I believe. So I would love to see I would love to see Jalen Suggs in Minnesota. All right, that leaves the Detroit Pistons picking number three. Um, I went with Evan Mobley, who is obviously long, athletic, needs obviously needs to put up some muscle. He's probably a center at the next level just because of um, a center's ability, because of his ability to switch at defense, his ability to play multiple perimeter players on, on pick and rolls and, and switching. Um, De uh, Detroit has a uh, glaring weakness in the middle. I would love to see um, Evan Mobley go to the Pistons. They got a nice young core. They obviously they, they probably need some uh, wing help. Um, they might be tempted to do one of these uh, G League guys, Jalen Green or Jonathan Kaminga. Um, but I think Evan Mobley would be a perfect fit right there. Uh, there's so many wings they can get a wing later to draft or uh, trade in and, 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 and work their way at. Uh, and moving up in the draft, getting another first-round pick, whatever they need to do. Pistons have multiple holes uh, to fill their wing spots. So I have them taking Evan Mobley, who I have as my third-best player in this draft. So I basically, I, you know, the top five are almost locked in. Um, so uh, my top three picks in the books. Pick number four, I have... Um, I have the Orlando Magic taking Jalen Green, who is from the G League Ignite, uh, the G League team that was put together of players who did not want to go to college, and that's all it is, is players who did not want to go to college. So um, I got Jalen Green, who is a two guard, and um, they might be, they might be, well, a lot of, he's a natural two guard. Jonathan Kaminga is the other guy who's probably a top five, who's, who's also in that top five play. Um, he, he, he's a, um, a guy they could look at as well. Jalen Green, however, um, I know they already got um, Gary Harris that they acquired in the Aaron Gordon trade. Uh, they have R.J. Hampton, who they just acquired, also in the Aaron Gordon trade. I think they really like them guys. Uh, I could see Jalen Green maybe, uh, you know, Orlando plays a lot of small ball um, wings. Uh, Jalen Green could fit in there. Obviously, Jonathan Kaminga is another guy who could fit in there. So um, I have... Green going five to um, the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's a good shooter. He needs to improve, uh, or on, I'm sorry, the Orlando Magic. I, he needs to improve on, um, you know, his ball handling. Uh, but but I, I do think that um, that he is a top five pick. It looks like the, the, top, the top five picks may be etched in stone. We'll see. Uh, but that said, I have Cleveland picking fifth. I have him taking Jonathan Kaminga. So these are the top five that seem to be on everyone's board. And then everything gets crazy after after five from six on down. Uh, there's multiple different opinions, but everyone's board seems to have these as the top five guys. So I have Jonathan Kaminga going to Cleveland. He is also from the G League Ignite. Uh, really like his game. I actually like him better than Jalen Green. I, I just um, I think he's a better fit for Cleveland. Um, I really do. You could put him in that rotation with the two back, with the two point guards in the backcourt, um, and Isaac Okora, who could play either the three or the four, or the two or the three. Um, you could even play him as a small ball four. So, but with that being said, uh, they could take a flyer on Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is another guy who's getting a lot of love. Um, with that said, um, I think um, they probably. 
will look hard at Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is a little bit of a project, but Cleveland, they seem to be in the top five every year, so uh, they might be able to take it, take a, a stab at him. So right now, I got Oklahoma City at number six, taking Scotty Barnes. Uh, once again, uh, long, athletic, 6'9", uh, completed three to four, uh, would probably be a good fit for Cleveland. However, uh, the top five, um, and then there's a, a little bit of a drop-off. And, and Barnes is a little bit of a project. Um, he had a, a pretty good year at fre uh, freshman year at Florida State. Um, he's better defensively right now than offensively. Uh, Oklahoma City seems to be in the weight and uh, C mode. They could match him up in the front court, um, uh, move Baisley to the bench, and they could have uh, Poku and uh, Barnes as your front court. And um, if both of them guys hit, and Poku seems like he's had um, he's had his uh, fair share of games. And right now, Oklahoma City is just rotating players in. They're just seeing what they got. And obviously, uh, Shai Gilgis Alexander is um, a big uh, key to that team. Uh, they might have found a gem in Theo Maladon as their point guard. So if you could get uh, Shai Gilgis Alexander, Lou Dortz at the wings, um, possibly put Barnes up with Poku. Um, and, and and Moses Brown up in the middle. Um, they'll be they're at, they're at the very least will be a fun team, a fun team to watch. So um, I got Barnes going number six to Oklahoma City. Um, Oklahoma City has lots of picks. I would not be surprised if they try to move up into the top, um, into the top uh, five. So they have they have lots of ammunition to try to move up to get into the top five. Um, uh, but right now they stay at six. They sit at six. So um, I went back and forth on my sixth player. Um, all tournament long, I've been trying to find out who my sixth best player is. The top five are Edge Stone on almost everyone's draft boards. Um, mine's the same. Uh, there is um, a lot of fluctuation from six on down. Um, Moses Moody was up on my top six for a while. I've seen some people have Franz Wagner up there. Um, Corey Kispert, um, that might be a little high. Book Knight, although he, he kind of struggled late in the season. Um, but my number six is Keon Johnson. I have him going seven to Washington. Um, I think that this is a great fit for Keon Johnson. I think the reason I don't have him going to Oklahoma City is because I think they're pretty set at the wings. I think Barnes is more of a versatile forward that... Um, that they don't, um, they don't, they don't necessarily need a player like Keon Johnson. Uh, Keon Johnson is a good defender. Um, he has shown the ability to be a good scorer. He 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 tends to struggle at times in, in big games and tend to struggle with a shot at times. We'll 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 have to see how he does with more spacing. He's a good slasher. Um, and I I've seen this before where guys with his skill level. I don't want to say they struggled in the college level, but this did not perform like you would expect a guy with, you know, those physical attributes, and then they just blow up in the NBA. And I think Keon Johnson's one of those guys. Uh, and and I was disappointed because I really wanted to see him blow up in the tournament. Um, he had a pretty decent game, so um, I have him coming in at number seventh. And when my oh, when my draft big board comes out, probably in the next couple weeks or so, he's probably going to be my sixth. Uh, ranked player so um, that leaves us with the Toronto Raptors so I have so Toronto 
are they underachieving or were they overachieving previously? See, I think they were overachieving previously. So I I, I thought they were a borderline uh, playoff team anyways. And that seems to be about where they're at. Um, I got them taking Moses Moody, who I really like. And I think it's similar to, to Keon Johnson. I just think he needs to be more assertive, more aggressive with the ball. Be able to, um, you know, I think the spacing in the NBA will help him. And... Um, and uh, really think that 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 a, a fit in Toronto. I, I think Kyle Lowry's gone. That leaves Fred Van Vliet in the Fred Van v, Fred Van Vliet as the starting point guard because um, he's kind of playing off the ball with Kyle Lowry. I don't I don't see Kyle Lowry resigning. I've been wrong before. Uh, he seems to love Toronto. Um, if I'm Toronto, I, I'm moving on from him. I'm not paying him jack shit what he wants. You know, I mean, he's already making way more and I think he's worth I mean so so now if you grab a uh, so I think two guard is going to be a player a position that they're going to want and Moses Moody is a player I think that would fit in good uh, right now there's they, they got the eighth pick obviously that things could change um, you know and, and Toronto has they have some players I mean they feel like they're a perennial playoff team so with that said I think um I could see them trading out of this pick, but for right now, I got them taking Moses Moody at number eight. So now this is where the draft gets a little crazy for me. Like I made a few reaches, um, probably because there's so much uncertainty in the top ten. I got Sacramento taking Corey Kispert. Reason being, I don't think Sacramento is a good shooting team. Corey Kispert. Do I think he's a starter in Sacramento? No, but I think he's a guy who can come off the bench and play a couple positions. He showed me in the tournament that he is a pretty good defender. He did not have a really good game in the championship game, but I think they really needed him. And um, But I I like his catch and shoot. I like his ability to come off of screens. I think him and Buddy Heald running around is going to be a nightmare. Um, you got Tyrese Halliburton, you know, Harrison Barnes. They probably could stand another big man. Um, you know, the Bagley experiment's probably going to end. They're probably going to trade him or let him go. Um, so, another big man. I just could not find a big man to put here. So, I put Corey Kispert, number nine, to Sacramento. And sooner or later, Sacramento's going to not be getting top ten picks. Darren Fox is a stud. But for right now, I got them at number nine. So... The Orlando Magic come back in at number 11. So I had them taking Jalen Green. Well, now I got him getting more shooting Franz Wagner, who I, I he's more of a three. I think he fits more of a need. I don't think Gary Harris is long for Orlando. I think R.J. Hampton could uh, look more like a, like a nice reserve, play multiple positions off the bench kind of guy. Um... So Wagner could be a guy who could come in and, and, and give you instant shooting. Um, defensively, he's really good. I, I was very surprised on defensively how how good he was. Um, he, he he's quick. He moves. He's probably better than Co actually in my rankings. I'm going to have him higher than Corey Kispert. I think. Um, I, I just this is a guy I just really wanted in Orlando, and I think he's a perfect fit in Orlando. Obviously, he's acquiring this pick from Chicago. All a part of the Nikola Vucevic trade, so Orlando's uh, 
in full rebuild right now. Not sure. Not sure what the. I mean, who knows what they're gonna do next? I mean, they got the fourth and tenth pick. They might be able to package them up and maybe move up a couple spots. So uh, would not be surprised. So with two top ten picks. I got them taking shooting. Jalen Green, Franz Wagner. Um, because I think Wendell Carter's their, their center of the at least the future now. Um, they they probably could use a four. Did not really see any fours that I, I thought would um, would be here at this place. This is a big. I mean, Jalen Johnson maybe from Duke. I I don't know. Um, there's a, there's a lot of wings in this draft, and that's why I said. Um, you can always get wings. So um, let's go to number 11. I got James Booknight going to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, New Orleans lost J.J. Redick. Um, obviously, he had some harsh words to say as he left. They have Josh Hart. Not sure they want to pay Josh Hart. Uh, Josh Hart could be not long. They're going to need some uh, guard help. Um, right now, they're starting two point guards. I really expect Eric Bledsoe traded sometime during the offseason, possibly on draft night. Um, Lonzo Ball possibly not resigning. He is a restricted free agent. Um, do they move Kira Lewis into the uh, into the uh, point guard spot? Do they do they um, you know do they? Um, I don't know what they could do. I mean, do they do they reach for a point guard here? Do they put the ball completely in Zion Williamson's hands, which I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh, who knows what the New Orleans Pelicans do right now? I just know their offense is a freaking disaster. Um, I, they have won two games in a row, but their offense, man, the pace, their pace is good. But I really think you need the ball in Lonzo Ball's hands, and, and, and for some reason they're making him, him a spot-up shooter. But be it as it may, I think Lonzo Ball's gone. I think Josh Hart is possibly gone. Um, I think Eric Bledsoe is traded. So, I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see a lot of openings. They, I, they could. I mean, they could reach for Davion Mitchell here. Um, but I got him taking James Booknight, uh, two guard, um, who can play probably next to Kira Lewis and alongside Zion Williamson at 11. Okay, so speaking of Davion Mitchell, I have him going number 12 to the end Pacers. Uh, Aaron Holiday's probably gone. Uh, Edmund Summers been getting a lot of run. Um, He's a good player. Uh, I just really think Davion Mitchell is is a guy that can play with the ball, can play without the ball, can play with Malcolm Brogdon, can play with Jeremy Lamb and um, Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert's going to probably be handling the ball a lot. Um, there's rumors that uh, Indiana could be possibly looking to make some deals. There's just a lot of uncertainty with Indiana. Um and um, I, I I have Davion Mitchell going to Indiana. Uh, I think he, he's a stud defender. He's lightning quick. His shot is coming around. This dude is a stud. I would not be surprised if he freaking um, was looked at by Washington, uh, by Toronto, by Sacramento. The problem is that they, those those teams all have small guards that are fast. Um, you know. Uh, so, who who knows? I, I I think ultimately by the draft night he could move into the top ten, but I have him right now going number twelve. Um, so the Baylor guard going number twelve. And speaking of Baylor guards, 
I got his teammate, Jared Butler. This might be a reach. I told you, I made some reaches. Going 13 to the Golden State Warriors. And uh, his shooting, his playmaking, his size are ideal for a point guard. They really are. And um, I I think, you know, a Golden State, right now their backup point guard is converted two guard Jared Poole or Nico Mannion, who's on a two-way contract. So they need help. They need help. Jared Butler is a great shooter. Um, the only way I'd say that they stay away from point guard is if they maybe uh, are targeting one in free agency or if uh, they, they think Nico Mannion is a good point guard. But with Steph Curry's injuries, uh, they need to stockpile on, on some guards. And um, and uh, Jared Butler would be a perfect fit um, for Golden State. So we're going to end the lottery right here. Pick 14, I got Jalen Johnson, the, the forward from Duke. So if you remember, he left Duke early so he could focus on going to the NBA. I've seen him as high as six. I've seen him as low as 20. So I put him pretty much in the middle of that. I got him going 14 to San Antonio. San Antonio, um, they need fours. Um, right now they got Keldon Johnson, who is really a wing. Um, playing the four, he's doing pretty well. Um, Jalen Johnson could help out that position. Could give them some depth there. And um, they really need some, they really need, they really need a big forward especially an athletic forward that could help out uh, their young roster. And uh, Jalen Johnson seems to be it for me. If I, um, you know, I, I, I would not be surprised if um, if he fell, though, because um, I don't think a lot of people were very impressed with him uh, leaving Duke. But so that is the lottery. Um, we're going to come back and we're going to finish um, we're going to finish the draft. Uh, the New York Knicks will be uh, on the clock at pick 15. So that is the lottery, and I'll be right back after a word from Anchor. Okay, welcome back to the Maximum Hoops podcast. I am your host, Michael Maxi, and we went through the lottery um, in the first segment, and I'll read through that real quick. I had Houston take Kate Cunningham, Minnesota, Jalen Suggs, Detroit taking Evan Mobley. Orlando, Jalen Green from the G League Ignite. Cleveland taking Jonathan Kaminka from the Green League, uh, G League Ignite. Scotty Barnes from Florida State going to OKC. Keon Johnson from Tennessee going to Washington. Moses Moody from Arkansas at 8. Corey Kisper from Gonzaga at 9. Franz Wagner to Orlando via Chicago. Uh, New Orleans takes James Booknight from Connecticut. Indiana takes Davion Mitchell. Gold State takes Jared Butler. And San Antonio takes Jalen Johnson the Big time forward from Duke. So with that said, we will now continue with pick 15. And I'm going to suffice this by saying I don't think the Knicks will be picking at 15. I think the Knicks are going to be active. I think Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau took this year as a practice year. Um, did not think they would be a playoff team. It looks like they possibly might be a playoff team. Um, I think they're way ahead of schedule. I thought they, I think they probably expected to have a top 10 pick. They'll be picking at 15, so I plan to see them um, offer this pick in possible trades and whatnot. So, um, with that said, I am taking Zaire Williams because um, I don't do trades. In it. I do not do trades. I do not project trades. That's dumb. I might project lottery, but I do not project trades. You cannot project trades in this. I watch all these NFL mock drafts projecting trades. None, why? Why? 
you have a better chance of just doing a full-out mock draft, how you think things will go, than trying to project trades and get cute. So, with that said, Dyer Williams going here. I do not think the Knicks will be holding on to this uh, pick. Um, but Zaire Williams, uh, a wing, he played at Sierra Cannon, that monster team that put three uh, players in the Division One basketball, plus they had Zaire Wade, Dwayne Wade's kid, and LeBron James Jr., so uh, it was a stacked freaking team. So he was on that high school team. He's probably the better, uh, best player on that group. Um, so with that said, I, I, I do think that... Um, that he's probably the 15th best player. Like I said, once I do my, my big board, I'll be able to um, do this out. This is just my post-tournament uh, mock draft, just kind of looking at things. And so I got Zaire Williams, and, uh, Zaire Williams going there. I think he could be a project, and if he goes to the Knicks, he probably would be sitting for a little bit. Tom Thibodeau does not play rookies. So let's go to Boston. Al, Al Spurin, send gun for Turkey. I've seen this guy going as high as 15 and as low as the second round, so... Um, obviously, he's from Turkey, seven foot. He has uh, the ability to face the basket. Probably play either forward or center, but in today's NBA, he's probably uh, looks like a center. Um, Boston's probably not going to take anyone who's going to contribute this year anyway, so a draft and stash guy is probably more their liking or a guy they, they can put in the G League. You don't see as many draft and stash players anymore now that the G League is around. So, uh, but that's, so let's move on to 17. I think the Bulls need a point guard. Um, I'm not the biggest Thomas Satrosky fan. Um, I love Kobe White, but I think Kobe White is a great player coming off the bench, kind of like an energizer bunny, Jamal Crawford type, someone that can play um, the one, the two, the small ball lineups, give you just instant offense, play 25 to 30 minutes off the bench. Um, that's how I see um, Kobe White. With that said, I think they're going to make it really hard charge after a starting caliber point guard, i.e. possibly Lonzo Ball. So, while point guard is, in my opinion, their glaring need, I have uh, Jaden Springer from Tennessee going here. Might be a little bit higher, and I don't know how I'm going to have him on my ranking list. I will probably uh, uh, do my ranking list here soon. I'm going to be doing my draft, my big board. Uh, coming up soon, but this is just my post tournament mock draft. I got Jaden Springer going right here um, at pick 16 or pick 17 to the Bulls, and I um, and, I, and I think they're gonna they're gonna target point guard, whether it's the draft, trade, free agency. So I got the Bulls taking Jaden Springer. 18 Memphis, Philippe Petrosov from uh, Serbia, uh, seven foot center. I got him going to Memphis. Uh, can, can space the floor. Would be a nice player backing up uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Um, really um, think that uh, that he has a, the ability to sneak into the first round. And like I said, with the G League, you, you don't draft a stash anymore, or as much I should say. You can you still do, but um, you, you know you you could put this guy in the G League and. and, and at least he gets some reps there and whatnot. So I got him going to Memphis at 18. So Oklahoma City comes in again. This pick is from Miami. Um, with their first pick, I had them taking uh, Scotty Barnes, uh, the forward. Um, so I, I, I have them reaching right now for Chris Duarte from Oregon, the slick shooting uh, 
two guard. He's six foot six. He's a guy, especially at pick number nineteen, a guy who I think could come off the bench. And I mean, he's a senior. He's old enough. I think he's NBA ready right now. He's a guy who I think that can come off the bench and, and spark them. Um, you know, possibly be also another um, help to the, you know rebuilding their franchise. So I think that um, I think that uh, that he would be a really good pick for Oklahoma City. Um, you know, Barnes is a combo forward who they would take with their first pick, and then they have uh, Duarte with their second pick. Uh, you know, slick shooting, uh, two three off the bench, a guy who can just you know come in and score whenever uh, called upon. So I got Chris Duarte going 19 to Oklahoma City. And like I said, they got that big me at Miami. Um, and, uh, and that move, that leaves us with Atlanta. Um, so I got them taking um, Deshaun Nix, who's a point guard, played in G League. Um, good size. Uh, looks like he, he's going to be a good floor leader. Um, the Atlanta Hawks, um, they really, they've really been searching for a backup to Trey Young. Um, for whatever reason, they signed Rajon Rondo and then dealt him to the Clippers. Um, so they're still searching for a backup for Trey Young. Um, Nick's is a guy who, who you can stick in the G League for a little bit, you know, until he's ready. So um, I got, I got him. And there's a lot of point guards, a lot of wings in this draft. So uh, the Hawks are going to be able to find. And you know what? At the very least, grab one for depth. You know, even if you get a uh, you know a free agent pickup, you know, like they did when they signed Rayshon Rondo, and I know this last offseason was so crazy because it was so condensed, and and, and and players were just signing any team that that made an offer. So, all right, so I got Dallas taking Sharif Cooper, who is also a point guard from Auburn. So I have um, him going to Dallas. Um, not really sure. Dallas is in the market for a point guard. I mean, Luka Doncic is essentially their point guard. Um, they have Jalen Brunson. They have Trey Burke. They're pretty deep. Um, but I, I think Trey Burke will be gone. Um, and, and, and the more depth you have at point guard, uh, you know, this this way you could let Luka play off the ball at times. So, I, I you know, get, getting a, a backup point guard. Jalen Brunson does make occasional starts, you know, and, and this would be nice to have a guy who could, who could back up Jalen Brunson or give Jalen Brunson some uh, some relief if, if he's getting that heavy minutes off the bench. So I got Sharif Cooper going to Dallas. Um, I got Portland lost Gary Trent Jr. So I have made Gary Trent's replacement. Terrence Shannon from Texas Tech. Um, 6'6", good good size for a two guard. I think he's, um, I loved Gary Trent coming out of college. Uh, I love Gary Trent now in Toronto. I think he is a full time. I mean, he could possibly, uh, I totally forgot that he's in Toronto. So, I mean, I have him taking Moses Moody. So, you know, but, um, anyways, um, Terrence Shannon is, is probably, probably the, um, the equivalent Gary Trent when he came in, like like guy who come in and fill it up off the bench. You know he's got good size, good defender, um, shoots a pretty good percentage. 
so I, I, I got Terrence Shannon from Texas Tech going to Portland at pick 23. So the Los Angeles Lakers, I got them taking Josh Giddy, the point guard from Australia. So who knows what's going to happen with Dennis Schroeder. I mean, they have Alex Crusoe. Um, at times, the, the, the Lakers um, like depth. Um, this is a guy who I've seen possibly being in a lottery pick. So uh, if they could freaking snag him down here at number 23, that would be a major coup. Um, I, I, I do like the Lakers trying to get insurance at point guard. Um, this kid looks like he has the ability. You know, I, I think at, once I start doing a little bit more math on this, I think he's possibly going to move up, possibly into the lottery, maybe late lottery. So, but I got the Lakers taking Josh Giddy from Australia. So, I got the Houston Rockets. So, the Houston Rockets, they got this pick from Milwaukee, um, part of the P.J. Tucker deal. I got them taking Nemus Quota from Utah State. Center, good, a really good rebounder. Um, not a great scorer, but can score. Shoots a pretty good percentage. Just a, not a high-volume shooter. Um, more of a rebounder average. Over 10 rebounds a game. Um, so I have Houston take Kate Cunningham with their first pick. Obviously, if they end up with Evan Mobley, they would not do this. Um, but I have I have Kate Cunningham ended up there. So I think they're going to want a big man to either play next to Christian Wood, like they're doing right now, currently with Kelly Olenek or to back up Christian Wood. Um, so this is a guy who who um, is a tough-nosed rebounder. Um, with him and Christian Wood, they're going to be cleaning up a lot of boards for, for the Rockets, should the Rockets um, be able to land him. So Cade um, Cunningham, name is Quota. Um, draft will be pretty good for Houston, I think. Um, obviously, um, it's the Rockets. I would not be surprised to see them try to package to move up. So I got Houston at 24, taking Nemus Quota. So I got Denver taking Cameron Thomas from LSU at pick 25. Love this kid. Love this kid. His shot selection is questionable at times. It is. But he makes a lot. He looked great against Michigan in the first half. Then Michigan put on some solid defenders on him. And... Um, it was lights out. Uh, his efficiency went down. However, in the, the wide open spacing, um, this is a dude is a shot maker. So the problem is, is his shot selection is not always the best. So I think you're going to, uh, he's definitely a first round pick. You're just going to have to have patience with him if you draft him. Um, and um, I'm going to Denver. And, and, and Denver has a glaring need for backup guards. Uh, right now they got Will Barton as a two guard. They traded away Gary Harris and Aaron Gordon deal. Uh, they traded away R.J. Barrett in the Aaron Gordon deal. So they're a little thin at two guard. Cameron Thomas could come right in and be that 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 lightning rod off the bench, that score that they that they need off the bench. And um, and, and, and I would take him higher than this, but for, uh, but he's he's six four. It's a little bit on the on the short side. But like I said, this dude is he does no point guard skills, so it's not like you can convert him into a point guard. Um, he's not really a great passer. So um, I got I got him going to Denver. So the Clippers come in at 26. 
I got to take a day, uh, day run sharp from uh, North Carolina. So, he's a big guy. He can shoot um, the Clippers. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with their center situation. They got Serge Ibaka. They got Aveka Zubak. Um, and, and then they just re-signed DeMarcus Cousins. I don't think he'll be here next year. Uh, they're going to need to find some depth. So I, I think you're going to see you're going to see them look for a big fan. Um, but like with the Clippers, these picks they don't give two shits about. So they probably will trade one. Of them. They'll probably trade a late first round uh, pick, uh, most likely. But I got them taking Dayron Sharp. So I have Brooklyn taking Kai Jones at 27. Kai Jones I've seen go as high as lottery. I I, I understand his intangibles. I just don't see it, you know, and, and his running mate, Greg Brown, who was highly touted, I don't, I, I think Greg Brown's going to be a terrible NBA player, I think he'll get drafted someplace in the second round, um, I think H, Kai Jones has potential, I just, this is a Texas team that was guard heavy, so it's very hard to figure out, um, I should say guard dominant, it, it was very hard to, you know, their two best players were big men, and they were guard dominant, and, and Kai Jones is, I mean, he shoots a high percentage, he's a good face-up shot, he's all the attacks with long arms, good defender, I'm just not sure if he's a four or five, I, I'm not sure how he's going to look at the level, he's got he's to gain weight, I think he's way better, I think he's much better than his teammate Greg Brown, um, and I understand Greg Brown played a little bit out of position, but I got Kai Jones going, obviously later than most. 27 of Brooklyn, so that leaves Philadelphia at 28. I got him take a Joel Ayayi from Gonzaga. Man, did I fall in love with this dude. Man, did I fall in love with this dude. I have, I've only seen one other mock draft that put him in the first round. I see a lot of them in the early second round. This dude could shoot. I, I, I know he did not have a great national championship, but none of the Gonzaga did, but minus maybe Jalen Suggs. No one at Gonzaga did. Uh, Baylor's defense was just ridiculous. Their defensive scheme was ridiculous. Their guards are so good defensively. Uh, Baylor might be the best defensive college team I've ever seen. They were so good. They they took the Gonzaga team and just destroyed them. So, so Joel Ayahi isn't obviously going to be double teamed and, and hounded like he is in uh, like he was in the championship game. I, I think that. Um, uh, it's going to be a, uh, a different a different story for him. He's going to be um, he's going to be a great shooter, and shooters always get drafted. And he's a shooter. He's got good size, two six six, <clears throat> long arms, uh, pretty good defender. Um, I would take him probably in the late teens, early twenties, but um, I, I, I don't think it's trending that way. I think he's going to be more of a late first round pick. So I got him going 28. 29, I got Io Dusunubu from um, Illinois. Big, tall, quote-unquote point guard. He ran point guard. I'm not sure that's his natural position. Not sure he is. Um, I'm not sure he, you know, I, I think in, in, in Phoenix, which is where I am projected right now, I think he could could really thrive. Chris Paul's there. Chris Paul's a good leader. Could make they could turn him into a point guard. They're weak at, at backup point guard. 
um, their weekend pack-up, their weekend wings too. Um, their their guard, their, their guards and wings play a lot of minutes, um, so they're gonna have to look at addressing some of that, so so they can ease some of the minutes on on their on, on their best players. So I got him going 29 to Phoenix. Um, I was reluctant to win in the first round. I really was, and I just started looking at it. I thought you'd be a great fit. So at 30, I have a guy who many have him in the middle of the first round. I've seen him in the second round. Every, like I said, everyone, there's a lot of different opinions on everyone. But anyway, that's Trey Mann from Florida. Point guard, six foot five. Um, he's going to be drafted, whether it's in first round, second round. Um, he's a guy who. Um, I would not be surprised. I have Utah taking him. Utah really needs a backup point guard. Um, would not be surprised if Utah also traded out of this spot. Um, but anyways, I have Trey Mann going pick number 30 to the Utah Jazz. So that is my first round mock draft. Um, I'll go through it one more time. Kate Cunningham to Houston. Minnesota takes Jalen Suggs. Evan Mobley to Detroit. Jalen Green to Orlando, Jonathan coming out of Cleveland, Scotty Barnes, Oklahoma City, Keon Washington, uh, Keon Johnson to Washington, Moses Moody to Toronto, Corey Kispert to Sacramento, Franz Wagner to Orlando via Chicago, New Orleans takes James Booknight, Indiana takes Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler to Golden State, Jalen Johnson to San Antonio, Zaire Williams to New York, Boston takes Alsperin Sungen from Turkey, Chicago, Jaden Springer, Memphis, Philippe Petrusev from Serbia, uh, Oklahoma City via Miami takes Chris Duarte. Lanza takes Desha- Deshaun Nix, the quick guard in the G League. Uh, Sharif Cooper goes to Dallas. Portland takes Terrence Shannon from Texas Tech. <coughs> Excuse me. Australia's uh, Josh Giddy goes to Lakers at 23. 24, Houston from Milwaukee. Evans Quota. 25, Denver takes Cam Thomas. The Clippers at 26 take Day Ron Sharp to the center from UNC. Brooklyn at 27 takes Kai Jones. 28 Philadelphia takes Joel Ayayi. Phoenix takes Ayuta Smoo, the point guard from Phoenix, uh, from Illinois. Utah at the last pick takes Trey Mann for, um, from uh, Florida. So some other guys who are getting some first-round love who did not crack my first round beat uh, B.J. Boston, um, who also played on that Sierra Cannon team, if I'm not mistaken. Um from Kentucky, big guard. Um, he's getting some first round love. Um, I did not have him in my first round. Um, my first pick, um, uh, Aaron Henry from Michigan State's getting some first round possibility. Um, I just couldn't do it. Um, Isaiah Levers maybe from uh, Michigan. I don't see him as a first rounder. He's probably more of a second rounder. Um, but I know he's cracked up first round. Um, some first round lists. Uh, there, there, there's going to be some moving and shaking um, for sure. Um, so, with that said, some other guys who possibly could be first rounders include Charles Bassey from Western Kentucky. Um, he, he, he's getting some love. David Duke from Providence, point guard's got good size, six foot five. Uh, Miles McBride from West Virginia, point guard, is getting some love in the first round. Uh, a guy who just missed mine, Josh Christopher 
six foot five shooting guard from Arizona State. All guys who um, could be first rounders um, uh, and stuff like that. So um, it was very hard for me to come up with a, a you know, especially at the end of the first round, because there's a lot of good talent. So um, with that said, I'll give you a little uh, what my schedule is going to look like. I'm still going to go through four to five teams that are in full rebuild mode and kind of go through what they're going to do. Uh, I, I'm, I'm working on that. Um, it's going to be kind of extensive. I don't know if I'm going to do it one part or two parts, um, but it's going to be called the Rebuilding Project. Um, I'm gonna, obviously, I'm going to look at Houston. Now I'm going to look at Orlando after they disintegrate their team. I'm not going to look at Minnesota. Minnesota is not rebuilding. Minnesota just sucks. Um, I think I'm going to look at Detroit, Orlando. I'm not going to look at Cleveland. Cleveland is in the rebuild. Um, so I'm definitely going to look at Houston. I'm going to look at Detroit and Orlando for sure. And um, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, maybe we will look at LL and we'll look at Oklahoma City. Of course, we're going to look at Oklahoma City. So that... Um, that is on the agenda. Um, also, I'm working on my draft big board. Uh, so the big board is going to be up. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if that's gonna be next. Um, obviously, the NBA playoffs are coming up, so I'm gonna, um, once, well, I mean, the season hasn't ended yet, but once the season ends, I'm gonna go through my playoff predictions and predict uh, winners. So there might be a week where I have uh, possibly two podcasts but I'm going to try to do one again next week. So um, I think I can get some free time this weekend to work on those two projects that I'm working on. The, the rebuilding project is something I, I just, I love rebuilding teams. Um, and, and, and I really, the team, I really can't wait. Orlando and o Oklahoma city. I really kind of can't wait to look forward to uh, breaking down what um, their next three years will be and, and, and their money situation and whatnot. So, um, with that said, we'll see how intense I get. If I get into one podcast, I'll do that. So thanks again, once again, for listening. Um, uh, as always, it's it's it, I just love talking basketball. And um, um, I, I've gotten some support this week, uh, so that was really cool. So um, I really appreciate it. Um, uh, thank you. Um, once again, I'm sponsored by Anchor. Uh, I... I um, Unofficially, I'm sponsored by Bang Energy, and um, you can find me at Maximum Hoops NBA. Please tweet me back. Um, uh, you can find me at um, uh, mmaxi5 on Snapchat. Uh, what else, what am I missing? Uh, Sportsboys01 at um, Yahoo.com, and um, we are we. With, with everything that's going on in the world, we need we need some we need some basketball talk, and um, I just love to bring it to you. So um, it's a little bit different than what you hear from the big guys. I am not sponsored by an ESPN or have my own radio show um, because most of them guys are tools. So, anyways, um, once again, uh, we'll see you next week. I'm going to work on my rebuilding project probably this weekend. Um, try and turn it into a podcast. So, um, 
Thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again next week.